With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am your football host, Brandon. The 87 offensive touchdowns scored week one were the most in NFL history and... It still wasn't enough to satisfy my scoring needs, Perna. If we want to wait just 44 short years, Tom Brady could become the first 87-year-old player to score one offensive touchdown, at which point I would finally stop hating on him. Because I plan on being dead in 44 years. Tom Brady will outlive me, mark my words. But enough with my mortality. We have NFL news to massage with long-winded jokes. My Denver Nuggets clipped LA. The Browns are both shopping Odell Beckham Jr. and not shopping Odell Beckham Jr. in the trade market. Allen Robinson wants money or to be traded out of Chicago. I have some key injury updates. And let's give Josh Allen a little love today, okay? Before I cue the intro, though, here's Dan Marino with the most badass behind-the-back throw you've ever seen. I don't know where they dug that clip up, but imagine if social media were around when Marino was playing. (laughs) All I can really say about this throw is, it's your move, Mahomes. It's your move. What's good, sports? B-ball time. How about those fucking nuggets? You know I don't talk a lot of hardwood ball here, but what they just did is truly impressive. The nuggets are advancing to the Western Conference Finals for the first time since 09, after erasing 3-1 deficits to beat both the Jazz and the Clippers. And after not one, but two radio guys accidentally tweeted the N-word Instead of Nuggets, I'm surprised nobody accidentally tweeted that the Nuggets beat the Jizz Clappers. Next up, they have the other LA team who, uh, by the power of the late greats Kobe Bryant and Jack Nicholson, will be incredibly tough to beat. Wait, Jack Nicholson's still alive, right? The Nuggets are the first team to ever come back from two 3-1 deficits in the NBA playoffs. It's like if the Patriots came back from being down 28-3 in the AFC Championship game and the Super Bowl. But what the Nuggets did was more impressive because they're not the damn Patriots. Here's the Jizz Clapper beaters showering head coach Michael Malone with love. which is what happens when you don't save all of your timeouts for no reason whatsoever. Anyway, congrats, Nuggets. Now, the greatest athlete to ever live is a six-year-old boy who has grown faster than everyone around him. Could this be Andy Reid's illegitimate son? Possibly. All I know is that in my next life, 
this is what I want. I want to be twice the size of all other six-year-olds so I can destroy them on the football field. My favorite kid, though, is number 29, who, instead of tackling mini Adrian Peterson, just decides to turn into his lead blocker. Smart move, kid. If you can't beat him, join him. Now, if you want an informative Twitter account to follow, I suggest the QB Datamine. They posted this video tweet about Josh Allen's accuracy, stating the Bills quarterback was really accurate on passes 10 yards and under at 90%, uh, and less accurate on passes over 10 yards, just 61.5%. But overall, that's still pretty good. What I liked about watching this is that I think the Bills offense did a nice job getting Josh a, bun a bunch of short and easy throws against the Jets. They have enough playmakers now at the wide receiver positions to do this. I hope the Broncos try and do the same thing for Drew Locke because he was also terrible on deep passing Sunday. I think Locke and Allen are actually a little bit similar there. Uh, Allen though has that crazy ability to run and hurdle dudes. Uh, Drew Locke does not have that. Allen still missed some wide open receivers and both of his worst throws were on rollouts to his left and both times he overthrew his man just waiting in the end zone. The second one to John Brown was really bad, but if Allen can figure that part of his game out, the Bills, the Bills could win some playoff games. Are the Cleveland Browns really shopping Odell Beckham Jr.? Or did they just take him shopping? We know Odell likes expensive things. Uh, I love this tweet though, mostly because it reads like a rumor from NFL insider Donald J. Trump. Mike. Francesca is not known for being a newsbreaker. He's primarily an actor in a great Happy Madison film called Uncut Gems. And I guess he hosts a radio show in New York on the side. The thing is, while I don't think these rumors are true, like Ben Albright reported, I think trading Odell actually makes a lot of sense for the Browns. He severely underperformed in their offense last season, and this year, in his one game, he had just 22 yards against the Ravens, and that would indicate his connection with Baker Mayfield hasn't gotten much better in a limited offseason. The Browns just don't look competitive right now with him on the field. One fan described getting Odell in Cleveland like Christmas. It's like when you get the Christmas present you really, really wanted. But then you realize it takes 16 batteries to operate and it's not very fun unless all of your friends have the same toy. And then you realize you don't have any friends to even play with. It's like that, but if you replace the batteries with unspeakable sexual fetishes that cannot be confirmed, allegedly. If they do end up trying to trade Odell, I doubt he has uh, close to the same value as when they got him from the Giants, but teams like the 49ers, Texans, and of course, the fudging Patriots could all use a game-breaking wide receiver. And honestly, the Pats do make the most sense. And not just because everyone uses the Bill Belichick gif when a player acquisition opportunity emerges. Cam and Odell actually have a good relationship. They work out together. They appeared on YouTube together this offseason to discuss all of the crazy shit happening around the world. And the Patriots desperately need someone other than Julian Edelman to catch balls. Trade Nikhil Harry right now for Odell Beckham Jr. and cut your losses like your sleeves, Bill. And that's the last time I give the Patriots good advice. God bless this man, 
Sean McVay. Athletic reporter Jordan Rodrigue, Rodrigue asked Sean McVay to invent a new word that adequately described Aaron Donald's performance on Sunday night. And this is what Sean came up with. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know. It's a word that doesn't exist. The word he could have gone with was scrumtralescent. That's the only other word that I think would have worked in that situation. <laughs> the only thing that might take more time than reading the novel that is the Browns injury report is explaining to Robbie Anderson why the Carolina Panthers have a panther for their mascot and not a bear. What's that bear doing? Like a bear. Panther. That's Sir Purr, bro. Who? Sir Purr. How you say that? Sir Purr. Sir Purr. Oh, Sir Purr? Wow. You call him that? Yeah, that's his name. So you be like, what's up, Sir Purr? Bears receiver, Allen Robinson, hates the bears and wants to get paid to keep playing with questionably talented quarterbacks. All of a sudden, Alan Robin deleted all references to the Bears from his social media accounts and within moments decided to ask for a trade. It's not a great look to come out and demand a trade two days after a victory, one where he had five receptions for 74 yards, but then again, you remember that this guy has spent his whole career catching passes from Mitch Trubisky and Blake Bortles. And you kind of have to get his point. I'm just wondering what led him to hit his personal breaking point now instead of, I don't know, during the offseason. We know he is seeking a contract extension, which he's definitely earned as one of the more underrated receivers in the NFL, which is owed to the quarterback-related issues I mentioned just a second ago. I think it would be really hilarious if the Bears traded Allen Robinson to the Browns straight up for Odell Beckham Jr. No take backseats. Gotta put that in the contract. I also like how deleting all of your team affiliated social uh, media images is the ultimate threat. The true sign that you mean business. If you ever see me delete all of my That's Good Sports banners, please understand that I will be in a massive fight with myself. And I will hold out until myself gives me exactly what I want. That's how I deal with me. Now, much like Odell, I don't see any reason that Le'Veon Bell should still be with the Jets. He might actually be able to help a real team right now, and the Jets don't seem to be in any position to compete in 2020, especially now that Bell and rookie wideout Denzel Mims have been placed on the short-term IR. Ironically, Bell tweeted that his hamstring was fine in the preseason contradicting what his coach said in a press conference. And now he's missing games with the very same injury. What's going on in New York? I'm trying not to overreact, but holy shit, it's hard not to give up on the Jets after that ugly performance against the Bills. The only thing they have going for them is the incredible subreddit devoted to their quarterback, the Darnold, which is an absolute treasure and worth checking out. Uh, here's here's a segment fantasy stock watch beep 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 fantasy stock watch i'm not gonna make like a graphic for that or anything you just have to listen to my annoying beep beeps beep 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 beep, beep. but no it's just a, a real segment here saints receiver michael thomas has a high ankle sprain and could miss up to six weeks 
which means Emmanuel Sanders is now a must start in your fantasy leagues. Beep, 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 beep. A high ankle sprain is a bad injury, especially for a wide receiver to get. Thomas should not try and rush back on the field either. If the Saints can win five games without Drew Brees, they can lean on Alvin Kamara and Emmanuel Sanders until uh, Thomas is fully healed and ready to return to defeat the Bucks again November 11th. And finally, Richard Sherman, also on IR. This is a surprise move because nobody really knew he was injured, but it is the short-term designation, so he could be back in three to four weeks. My guess is with as much chirping as Sherman does on the field, he inhaled too much of that deadly California air and has to keep his mouth shut for three weeks and only breathe through his nose. If Sherman can't talk shit, Sherman can't play. Oh, it's a calf strain? I like my answer better. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Please subscribe here on YouTube. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at Brandon Perna. If you wanna follow me tweeting about football all day, every day, uh, you can do it there. And again, go Nuggets. Beat that LeBron. Gotta beat that Bron Bron.